grab a six or a cold one, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Hello. Uh, all right. Can you hear my voice in this speaker? Yeah, there we go. Oh. Oh, man, what a clusterfuck. Oh. I'm full of, what do they call that, the energies. Uh, yeah, me too. Oh, I have a lot of it. Um, so what are we talking? We're talking the East this week. Is that the drill? We're talking the East. <sighs> Grind is real. <laughs> right? What are you, what are you doing? Are you um, chopping I'm gonna, one up? I'm going to pick up some energy for the trip through the East because... Uh, mm. Yeah, it's it's gonna take everything out of me. I have a feeling. I'll probably stick to my whiskey. Well, yeah. and that was the other thing. Is I think um I think I'm gonna bust it out. I haven't. What, uh, what the fuck is that? That it's is a, Quality House. Yeah, that's. It's that's got a, quality right in the goddamn name. So I mean, it's irrefutable. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more Ron Tracy purchase than quality house. <laughs> it can't be bad because it's a it's bourbon. Got, it's got the word quality right in it. Well, that's it what I'm lie. saying. I mean, it lie. sometimes you don't need to fucking overthink a thing. No. Uh, Heaven Hill Distillery. Have you heard of them? Heaven Hill? Yeah. E-V-A-N? No, Heaven. No, that, no, I have not heard of, of Heaven Hill Distillery, but... I mean, I, th- I thought I had when I picked this up and who knows as much as driving as I've done through Tennessee and Kentucky the last four years, I've probably seen signs, but this was a uh, Myrtle beach purchase. Uh, hopefully it was in a gift shop. No, it was in a liquor store. No. And I it's actually strange. went back. I went back on my promise. I said I would not buy any more bourbons until Kentucky gets their head out of their ass and gets rid of Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell. And, uh, yeah, I guess I I, I bought one. Yeah. Then I was going to not open it until those assholes are gone, but no point in punishing myself. I already bought the thing. Yeah, that's quality. Quality house. Yeah, well. Um, Wee! The NFC it. East, huh? <laughs> you fired up. Well, we've this will be we're gonna go into the east. We're gonna road trip to the east. Um and you're just saying you had just been to Myrtle Beach, so That's know, true. Cut kind of maybe not the most exciting road trip for you. Um, especially when you look at what the teams in the east are. So it's crap. I'm gonna need it's, an upper it, it's it's crap. It's it's a little bit of crap. But it also brings up um just this this time of year, not just in football, but just in life. It's it's goddamn exhausting right now, isn't it? Uh, I'm I mean, pretty much getting my ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's all this stuff. Like summers were in August, you know. Summers, you have this realization that summer's coming to an end, and we've got you, kids' birthdays. Yeah, and, and then like, you get in a fantasy draft season. You've got all right. back to school shit, mm-hmm. and then also like I, I'm tired of all the news that doesn't mean it. Yeah, like like I'm, 
I, I want to be excited about fantasy football, but years and years of playing this game, I know right now that like we've said over and over, unless someone gets an injury, they don't care. Right. They just I, don't. I, I want to be excited this time of year. I want to get all into it. I want to make moves. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh-uh. And I'm going to keep repeating it because people get the same fever I get. I, I yep. trade fever's real. I want to make yep. a move for the sake of making a move. Mm-hmm. No other reason. And uh, yeah, it, the, the best. Well, we were talking earlier about a guy in our 10 man league, and uh, he, he's kind of taking that hands off approach right. during the offseason. Right. I admire it. I, I, I do, do too, because it's this guy is not necessarily known as the most patient. Uh, uh, of dynasty owners. No. Uh, so it really threw me when you told me today that he is hands off during the off season and is in fact, one of those guys that you kind of have to get motivated to get back into football. It's true. Um, you know, one advantage that, that we have in our leagues is we've played with the, some of these guys for, I mean, close to two decades. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean the, you nasties, me, the nasties in like year 12, and all, all of these guys came from pre-existing leagues. Right. So, I mean, you and I have been playing Dynasty together for about a dec- about two decades now. Yeah, yeah, we've been, yeah. yeah. Fantasy since the, since the turn of the century. That's since right. the aughts. Yes, when we used to uh, do the draft via a typewriter. I actually um, played Fantasy in high school. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm, I probably told this before on the pod. You yeah. would have to uh, to add or drop or change your lineup. You had to call a guy at his house and say, hey, mm-hmm. Jeff, I want to I want to bench uh, Leroy Horde this weekend. And yeah. then uh, Monday morning, the paper would come out. He would get the paper and literally hand tally your team. Totals. Yeah, that's sweet. It, yeah, that's sweet. That's way back. <clears throat> so. You know, let's call it the grind, right? We've 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 been doing the grind for years and years and years and years, and we've yeah. learned many a thing. And um, I think I think it takes it takes a lot of time. It doesn't say that it necessarily is um, that we we like know the right way that there's a formula. Maybe that's what we've right. learned. There isn't a formula, but no. Probably if one thing, probably the biggest lesson I've learned in fantasy football is, you know, patience pays off. Patience pays off. Not overreacting pays off. But on that same note, you got to strike when the iron's hot too. So patience until all the stars line up and then you got to put all your chips in and say, all right, you know what? This could happen. Like this could happen. This might be the one year that maybe – Maybe a little bit. I could give up a little bit of my future for this because I mean I'll admit for five or six years, especially when I first started dynasty football, I would trade away good lineups for future stars. I'd always want to play the game of hitting on mm-hmm. the new guy, right? Yep. You were always going to pick up a guy, and then when he started to have that success, you would flip him for a guy that you hoped in two years could match the guy that you just got yep. rid of. So. I mean, a huge key for me to not do that is to not make moves in the preseason because that's where all those that, that's where all the stories are, right? Like that's, that's where the magic, it all is right now. That magical right? dust of potential sprinkling all over these guys, and uh, 
Yeah, when it when it's based on potential, that means it's based on your personal opinion. That means these values from uh, uh, GM to GM can be astronomically different. Well, and the the key is um, if if you are lucky enough to be in leagues like we are, where we get, where we know the guys and we know their habits, yeah, you can take yeah. advantage of that, right? I mean, True. we, you know, you and I right now could could look at that, uh, look at the nasty and say these two guys right here. They would go after the hot young rookies. And these two guys right here aren't going to trade for Jack. And these two guys right here are only going to deal unless it's a giant deal, right? Like you just know that stuff. Like you, you've got yeah. that. So use that to your advantage in, in the league, but also too, like for your own self, think of like, uh, I'm going to pick a random guy. Pick, pick a random guy on your roster in the nasty. Crowder. Correct. Crowder. All right. Crowder. Your newest added player i believe so yes yeah i believe so um you know think think of where crowder has been over the last year but then go back before like when crowder was young he he was a hot commodity when he played for the redskins back when they were the redskins because he was just catching a ton of balls yeah. and he was going to be great then he ends up going to the jets and he's kind of okay and then like he's and now he's in a fantastic situation and everything lines up that looks like it should be fantastic. But we don't know. Right. We don't know. And you think like you think of over the course of the career of a guy like Crowder, what was the cost to get him at different stages? For you, you picked him up for oh, nothing. Yeah. But right. I guarantee, I guarantee his second year in the league when he got like probably like seventy five balls as a rookie, you'd be giving up a, paying way too much for a guy who's gonna have a career he just did. Yeah, because he was starting to show production and still had the magic dust of potential on him. Which, like yeah. I said, if you find a guy that thinks that's that's a rocket, you might be able to move him. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, um, if this road trip doesn't start get going pretty soon, I, I might fall asleep at the wheel tonight. Oh, so you're saying I should get a drink? You should get a drink, but before you get a drink, you know, um, you know, we like to leave the people with a hot take. All right, well, yeah. Let's... let's talk about Matt Stafford. Don't pay your tab off just yet, but get your keys ready. And here, take this beer, but don't open it yet. I said don't open it, because it's one for the road. He's got an elbow issue that's not common for a quarterback. It's common for a baseball pitcher. Okay. Okay. I know it's weird. Like Apparently, a tendon type deal. Uh, uh, some sort of elbowy, like side motion, some forward motion, whatever it is. Hmm. You're gonna go into this. It's gonna be one of those things where um, they're gonna rest him right now. He'll probably he'll be fine for the season, but it might be one of those things where every week he takes like a day or two off to rest that thing. It could could last all. Season could just go away, but it's a story. It's a big story, right? right. Because Stafford is arguably, you know, where, where do you put Stafford? If you've heard rank quarterbacks, so you put him. He's top 10 easily. He's top 10, right? He's top all, 10. All day long. Yeah. You know, there's, there's value to the, the guy who plays quarterback for the Rams. There's a ton of value. And Stafford just happened to be a good quarterback who went there. But when Jared Goff was there, he had value. I mean, you got some good games out of Jared Goff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the hot take for me is like, 
what do you, I guess this is not a hot take. This is a hot question. What, if you're drafting right now, you're trading right now, what's, what's that do to your mindset? Um, as far as like, where does that put like Allen Robinson and Cooper cup, those kind of guys for you going into the season. If you got a quarterback who could be dealing with a, an injury in his throwing arm for the whole season, do you move value at all? Cause I know you have Allen Robinson. Well, let me, let me pour a drink and ponder that. Because what we've been talking about, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is what we've been talking about is we don't really pay any attention to preseason information except when it's an injury, right? Right, right. So here, here's an injury that potentially a player could play through, but it will affect him and possibly others around him, or it could not at all. So do you change nothing, or do you react to that? For me, as you pointed out, I believe I'm 75% own share in Allen Robinson. If you are an Allen Robinson dynasty owner, then you know, just hold the hold the course. Um, I know. I mean, if it's a different guy, maybe it's approached differently. I think Cooper Cup, there's definitely got to be a degree of panic if I'm uh, a Cup owner because he had the historic season last year. The odds of him matching that are almost zero. He's mm-hmm. still going to produce at a high level, but you're waiting for that regression. And then if you throw a backup quarterback into that mix, that's potential for a free fall. Last week when I had a little road rage, I got a little, <laughs> little bit upset about guys who had room to add bullshit, right? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm still. I, I'm still. It pisses me off. Like, why do you have garbage where you can take a gamble? Damn it. Why am I so well built? I just like. You know, I, I, I look at it makes me question myself again. I'm still pissed off about this. Same. It makes me every time I see I see the Tennessee defense is picked up and I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, who would I wait? He didn't cut anyone. So what happened that he could pick up Tennessee defense? I go look through my roster. I'm like, well, no, I couldn't pick up Tennessee defense. That would be stupid. No. So what shit, even if you put somebody on IR, that's kind of a stretch to got to add a D that's. So three days ago, someone in our league spent $3 fob on the Rams' backup quarterback, John Wolford. Yes, I saw that. So that is, a re- that is in response to Matt Stafford. So we, we understand the size of the roster in this league. There is no freaking room for the backup 26-year-old quarterback in the Rams on anyone's roster right now. You would really hope not, but... But on top of that, they spent $3 fob. And, uh, and I maybe there, I, right there is the importance of those off-season stories. Somebody mm-hmm. read a story, Stafford banged up, could miss time, who knows. Hey, take a flyer on that guy. Why not? Right. Go for it. $3 right. fob. $3 fob. So I just saw, I saw Tennessee's defense cost him $4 fob. I saw the Rams backup quarterback seat, three dollars Bob. I'm going to tell you this though, right now, if Matt Stafford is dealing with a season long injury, that guy's not the quarterback. Like, like they're not. They're going to get someone. You they will get someone. I don't know who. Do you try to talk uh, Fitzpatrick out of retirement again? Do you make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo? That market yeah. is really dry. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you get Jimmy G pretty cheap if that's the scenario. I mean, like Jimmy G is going to get cut by San Francisco. You think they're just holding on? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they're holding on to him as long as they can to see if they can get a trade. I guarantee right now you can get Jimmy G for, for pennies on the dime. But he's not a cap issue. Well, he's making good money, but he's not. they're not cash-strapped or anything, are they? Like, What's the downside to just letting him ride out the contract? Um, that they're, they did the right thing by the player and came out and said, Trey Lance is our starter no matter what. Jimmy Garoppolo, you can seek a trade. Okay. Uh, don't even practice this with us because you're not 100 healthy. Don't push it. Stay yeah. healthy. Don't get hurt. So, okay. Yeah. Hey. So the, I mean, they they've basically said, Jimmy G, right. we appreciate your time here. We're going to do you right. We're going to give you an option. We're waiting. If a team comes along with an injury, we're going to trade them. And if they don't, more than likely they're going to cut and just save some cash and and give Jimmy G like a thank you 10 mil to walk off the door. Well. I got to say hat tip to that organization because those are the kind of things players remember. And those are the kind of things I remember. Like I mentioned in one of the last couple episodes, I stay the fuck out of Jacksonville because their front office, their whole structure is so inept. They said they've been sued by multiple players. Uh, Urban Meyer. I mean, I'm not even going to elaborate. Places that make decisions that poorly and mm-hmm. treat their players to the point where they get sued, I don't want any of that. As San Francisco, no. I said, if you're going to do right by Jimmy, then hey, I'll slunch you. Yeah, good for you. Um, well, I, we got way off topic before our road trip. We I'm did. sorry. I, I'm, I'm kind of mumbling tonight. I'm kind of all over the place. And quite quite honestly, I don't care. Um. I am out of the fucks to give. I like to, today's Tuesday. Uh, Thursday we see preseason football. I need to see some football at this point. Like I need to see some some people on the field run balls and whatnot because I I can't handle just waiting and just reading article after article. On, this person is good in training camp. This person's bad in training camp. This person is going to be a future star. This person looks terrible. This person posted an Instagram picture of this guy throwing the ball to this guy and it was far in the air and they're excited. Yes, it was very, very nice throw of the ball. Right. You know what? I So I'm helping coach football right now. I can tell you from being at a, a two-a-day football camp right now that runs for three to four hours every day, we have a lot of players that make a lot of catches through the course of the day. Why? Because you're doing the same goddamn thing over and over and over and over all day. And you know who looks good? The guy whose route you're practicing the most, yeah, it has nothing to do with the player. Yeah, it's it's just it has nothing has has all to do with the offensive scheme being worked on. Like run run that play again to that tight end. Run it again. Run it yeah. again. Why? Yeah, keep go, because keep I'm fade route to the corner because that's right. what we're working on today. Right. Because I'm watching the left guard block that play. I'm right. Not I watching the wide receiver catch the ball. Right, so, it's, it's your offensive line. Are they in the right position? Does yeah. your quarterback have time? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you're not right. uh, reporters, and especially in the preseason, we've noted before they tend to really oversimplify and and really just look at the touchdown. That yep. preseason camp drill touchdown is worth so much to a writer that they flip it into an article mm-hmm. and it, oh, he caught two out of the th- yeah, they were throwing all of them to him in the corner of the end zone. Right. Like, right. great. Two of them he caught. Like, Let fun. me uh, let me write a quick article about um, Josh Jacobs from last Thursday, the Hall of Fame game. Okay? All right. So, reporter A, Josh Jacobs, 
in a game where no starters played for the Jaguars at all. And for the Raiders, uh, like three of their offensive linemen and Josh Jacobs played. That was their only starters. And Josh Jacobs got the ball like he carried the ball like six times and he caught like two passes. Yeah. So reporter A writes an article that says Josh Jacobs is is a, a real good fantasy guy to grab because even in even in the first preseason game, they're showcasing him and using him. They, and McDaniels wants to see what he has with Josh Jacobs. And man, he's going to use him a ton, right? That's exciting. I want to go out and get Josh Jacobs. Like I want to trade for him. <laughs> right, writer B. This is not a good sign for Josh Jacobs. The only reason why why McDaniels would ever be show, showcasing Josh Jacobs in a game of this level is because they want to trade Josh Jacobs and they're trying to advertise that he's still good. Hmm. I I can agree with both those articles. Therefore, the f- <laughs> fuck both those articles. Well, and the funny thing is, I had takeaway number three because I just watched mm. the highlights of the game, and my takeaway was they just didn't want to divulge any of the playbook. Yeah. It was up the middle, up the middle, up yeah. the middle. It, that that meant nothing. All that mm-hmm. meant was we're not showing you the complex and fun shit we're working on. We're going to keep yeah. running fucking dive routes to this veteran over and over and over so that you mm-hmm. don't see what we're yeah. going to do when it counts. Like exactly. That's all it was. Exactly. Um, so here's how I'm feeling. You know, when we did the South, we – we talked about food. We did the West. We talked about their stadiums. I'm kind of salty tonight. Kind of a little I, bit worn I down. See, I'm going to talk about the things I don't like about each one of these stops. How about oh. that? All right. That? Well, yeah. Talk. Let's let's flip this around. Let's make you uh, the angry guy. I'll be the voice of reason. Yeah. Well, what fuck a, you. What a turn things have taken mm. in the last few weeks. I'm on my third. What are these things called? Whiskey old fashions. Having ah. those. Um, I had a little. Uh, Delta eight with indica. Oh, well, that should have fucking calmed you down. I'm trying to, but I'm trying to also fight it off. Well, fucking indica. I mean, man, you must be winning that battle then. I am the whiskey. Yeah, you know what? Uh, give me the keys. You're not driving. Uh, I no, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting off the indica. Oh, no, we do. We don't need. We don't need somebody of of this mindset driving the car. But okay, all right, fine. Fuck it. All right. Well, you need a drink or anything? I'm just, I'm fucking eating the cherries out about my whiskey old fashioned. That's where I'm at. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a Dynasty Road Trip. Hello and welcome to Dynasty Road Trip, a Dynasty fantasy football podcast where we uh, look at 10 and 12 man leagues, half and full PPR. And we uh, we sit at the fantasy bar, and then we take you for a ride through fantasy football land. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just going to move that to the beginning. <laughs> I'm salty as fuck. All right. I'm, I'm sure some I, liquor should help. I switched to some Japanese whiskey. <clears throat> Drinking Japanese whiskey. Mm, got rice in it? <clears throat> Doesn't have to say. That's the beauty about alcohol. Hmm. I don't know what it's got in it. Hmm. It's Fair. got some. It's got some distillery numbers. It's got a head office number. That sounds important. Huh? It's imported. Never had Japanese. Huh. You haven't? No. Uh, so here's what I can tell you about Japanese whiskey. It's usually a lot lighter than most whiskeys. 
Right. That's um, where I was getting that rice thing. I thought uh, I thought I had heard that years ago, but I could be making that up. Yeah, I think you're just racist. That could be. <laughs> My dog is rubbing off on me, a racist little peckerhead. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh uh, yeah, Ted uh, Jansen's racist, but he's working on it. I don't think I, I my my gut tells me that you don't use rice in any whiskey. That that's 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 their sake game. Well see, but, maybe that's where I'm pulling them in and thinking of sake yeah. and there's like well, they use rice in all of it. Did you use have sake with me one time in my basement? Did you, no, were you no, there when no, I, I mic you you weren't there when I microwaved sake? Uh, I would remember that happening. Yeah, it was a horrible no. experience. I was like sake. Supposed to be hot. We microwaved it. Oh, yeah, don't, man. don't don't question me. You, you son you, of a bitch. Don't uh, question me tonight. Man, <laughs> you were you made some decisions back in the day. I made some good decisions. I'm still alive. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you see, bad decisions come from the lack of experience. That's experience right. comes from making bad decisions. So that's right. So so for that reason. I'm still gonna let you take the wheel. Let's let's get this shit heap of teams. Fucking okay. Where are we going first? Let me just look at this. I, you're driving. You're okay with this? Yeah. Just tell me where to go. <laughs> Good God. <clears throat> yeah. Let's Ooh, let's go down to the shithole of Miami. Miami. I don't like Florida. I don't fair. like the. I don't like the entire fucking state. That's fair. You I, know what I think of of Florida? I think it's like living inside of a whale's vagina. It is so fucking humid down there. It's so humid. See, I've had a dude from Florida tell me it's humid up here. Well, he's an asshole. Um, it could be too. But I don't. I don't like it. I've been to Florida twice in my life. And both times, I uh, one time I wait, yeah, one time I went to Disney World as a small kid. Stupid fucking place. Yeah, giant turkey leg. What kind of what am I? I had I had a giant turkey leg. I did too. I think you. I think it's required. Why is that? Because uh, they're cheap. Yeah, probably. They're what like do you think that? I think there's a, a Disney turkey farm somewhere. <laughs> There's got to be where they're growing these massive fucking legs. I mean, that could be emu for all I know. Mm. I mean, honestly, but you see them there and you're like, I'm hungry. I'm walking around. Why don't I just have a huge chunk of animal carcass? And right. Feels, feels magical. Very medieval. Very medieval. I'm going to. I'm going to equate the dolphins to Disney world. Go on. Okay. Cause, um, but every time I turn on the thing, like everyone in Miami is pretty excited. Like very, get, like like all of a sudden this year, two is fantastic, but nothing happened at the end of last year. Is Tua going to be the quarterback? And now he's just fucking great. Well, they've given him all the weapons. They just got Tyreek Hill. That's all they did. And that's, Mostert. <laughs> right. So they gave him Tyreek Hill, and that's it. Yeah, I but mean, they upgraded speed and depth and. And the pro football focus ranked that offensive line yeah. like the worst in the history of football. It's true. <clears throat> so, I mean, I was never a believer in Tua. 
I, I've told it a hundred times on the pod. I had a strategy to take three quarterbacks in the draft that year. I was never going to take Tua as any no. one of those three. No. no, but I can't write him off with a line that bad. Coming, I mean, he came in off an injury coming from college. The line's been shit. There's been turnover. I, I'm still willing to give him a run and see what happens. Now, that's nice of you. It is. I, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna put any capital into him, but yeah. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it goes well for the young man. I don't see any scenario that any of those, from a fantasy football standpoint, outside of Tua. I don't see any way that any single player on the Dolphins are better than they were last year. And I would, I would challenge, wow. I would challenge you. Wow! To tell me who would be. Well, I think number one, that's a trap because there's so many people like Mostert and Hill added. Um, right. But no, I'm with you. Um, I don't see Waddle nope. uh, producing more. Oh, Gasecki, I would like to say is going to produce more, but I think, uh, yeah, match in production would kind of be a win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I don't. So they, they've got a bunch of people in the backfield. It's not clear cut at all. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to buy. <coughs> I, I like Waddle and I like Hill, but I don't know that I could buy in to anybody but Gasecki on that offense. I will tell you this I think that Hill. Takes Waddle and Gasecki's production Fair. and brings them both down. And I think Gasecki and Waddle bring Hill's production down from where he was last year. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Mostert and Chase Edmonds hurt each other for an opportunity that if they went to different teams, they could be get right. more play. I don't like I don't like looking at what the 49ers backfield does with running backs and seeing that Miami is clearly going to do the same shit. I mean, Sony Michelle, Mostert, uh, Chase Edmonds, and Miles Gaskin Mm. are all there. There's there's no way that those guys don't rotate out, and it's going to be a game of like, oh, for two weeks, Miles Gaskin is going to look like a guy that you could play, and then you basically can't use him for the rest of the season. I right. just see that. I, so, to me, Tua is the only guy whose value goes a little bit up, and I, I, I don't like his. I don't like him as a human being. He might be fine as fantasy. God uh, damn. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like the hype. I don't like the player. I, I've never liked Tua. Um, I'm not a giant, giant Alabama guy. Hmm. Yeah, I, like. Like Not I for need quarterbacks. To... No, I mean, no. You right? give me their entire defense, right? Um, we yeah, could... this is this is. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I called Po' Boy a crap sandwich, and you were taken aback. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is escalated to a yeah. Don't like him as a human being. I'm like, man. I just, yeah. Well, it's a I just stupid. Don't name. like blackened food. I mean, shit. Yeah. Tua, uh, parents should be ashamed of themselves. We're gonna have to cut um, you off, <laughs> man. It's uh, I said I, I think I'm gonna need to drink a little more bourbon to uh, keep up with your your anger here. Yeah, yeah, you better because it's not going away. Cause, I, I see. Yeah, because next place we're going is not pretty. Makes me more <clears throat> angry. I'm talking about a place where uh, 
some bearded fuck is running their offense that has no right doing so. <clears throat> you know where I'm going. I know where you're going. With a pencil behind your ear. Yeah, we're going to New England. <laughs> you know what? If I was in New England, I'd be so mad I'd rip the sleeves off my sweatshirts. That's how mad I'd be. But let's let's talk about let's talk about New England. Let's go there. Oh, I got a Miami sneeze there, hanging on from the last place. Hang on. Whoa, bro! I feel like buying some crypto now. Well, here's here's what I want to say about New England. First of all, where's Foxborough, really? It's out in the middle of nowhere. So, so we got we got. Any other NFL team that claims a whole region of the country that has multiple teams inside of it? Nope. Wow. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, it's a dick that's move. A, that is. That's a little. That's a little aggressive, right? We are, we are this whole region. I guess Carolina, yeah. but they're just taking both the the states. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a bold move. It, it, it that is that. I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. I didn't consider yeah. that. Yeah. No, that's thir- That's thirteen. 13 states that they named their team after. And Foxborough is so small, there is one hotel. <clears throat> yeah. So when the opposing team stays there, uh, locals know where they're staying. And they have developed a reputation for, oh, I believe it was before the AFC Championship game against the Steelers, uh, pulling the fire alarm at like 3 or 4 in the morning yep. and emptying out the hotel in the middle of fucking January. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sticks yeah. right with their mo, the sons of bitches. Yep, the old Paul Revere, they call that. <laughs> dickheads. So, let's talk about these dickheads from a fantasy football standpoint. I don't like them. Never. Have. Um, never have. No. I. You're not. There's not a single Patriot. You're going to start with confidence. They're going to take their running backs. And they're going to make you feel good about it for a few weeks. And then, boom, someone else is going to come in and be the key guy. Yeah, Jonah Gray is going to have five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And ten days later, they'll be looking for his body. They have no problem taking running back and running him into the ground. If it only takes two seasons, so be it. Yeah. Um, you know, Damian Harris right now, people, you know, he had a ton of touchdowns last year. The, the hot name right now is Ramondre Stevens. Exactly. Um, Go, go for it. Enjoy that. You'll get five good games out of him, and somehow he'll be irrelevant. He won't be a star. Um, you know, Mac Jones, just average. Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker. There's no way any of these guys are going to make you feel good. It's, it's yeah. a whole team of average players who are going to have a few, a few good games, but I don't even think like boom games. Devontae Parker represents a substantial upgrade to their wide receiving core. A guy who they've been talking about in Miami, hey, he's not a one. We got to upgrade and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, he solidly upgrades that receiving core. Uh, Mac Jones overproduced as a rookie. Um, Matt Patricia apparently calling plays right now. I've got no faith in that. I can't I see either. anything but regression. No. And Belichick, no. like you said, timeshare, rotate. Uh, yeah. I used to call him the old son of a bitch. I stays, I stays out of new England too, because, uh, exactly that reason. So I, I'm done. I'm done talking about the Patriots. I'm moving the fuck on. Fuck them. Right. This feels good. It does. Uh, 
I'm with you there. Let's, let's go to another lovely place of the world, Buffalo, New York. Ah, yes. Okay. Again, I've, I've said on this show, the Buffalo Bills named after a barbershop quartet. Mind-blowing. Fuck, it makes me, makes me mad. Um, and also, yeah. Buffalo, like, who wants to go to Buffalo? I wouldn't even shuffle off to Buffalo. I would not shuffle off to Buffalo. Mm-mm. I mean, fine. Uh, no, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back, get rid of my anger for just half a second. I think I'm starting to pick yours up. I wonder nope. if the bourbon's got something to do with it. No, nope. no, nope. go with it. Go with it. I'm just stepping back for a second. I'll come right back in with it, okay? All right. I, I got some Buffalo anger, too. And you'll share in it with me because I'm going to bring up a name that you're going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed at that, too. Ooh. Kudos to Buffalo for being such a shit location and, and keeping the NFL football team there. Because, you know, it's not a major metropolitan area. I mean, I, yeah, but, like, it's impressive, right? I mean, they were not good for many, many years. They could have been a franchise that easily collapsed. Kudos to you for your racist white quarterback who kept you alive. Good work. <laughs> Fucking jerks. Um. That's not fair. Josh Allen is a person. He can be racist when he was a child. He's not racist as, as an adult. I mean, if you can learn accuracy. Yeah. Shit, my dog's learning not to be racist. I mean, that's true. He was just born with it, though. I mean, it wasn't taught. It was. <laughs> it's, it's not genetic. No. Uh, like, Ted, you can't do It's 2022, bro. You can't just bark at the black people. It's, it's inappropriate. Everybody's looking. I do like some Buffalo Bills, but again, again, I'm going to say this. I don't think there's anyone on that roster that gets better than last year. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's barring an injury that opens up playing time. If everything shakes out the way they've got it, I'm with you. Uh, Diggs has some additional company in the receiving core. Um, those guys are going to take some more share of the targets. There's an extra running back in the backfield this year. They added another tight end. Yes. Um, that's what I want to get mad about. Let's get mad about it. Yeah. Fuck this is bullshit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go? Dynasty road trips about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. Fuck you for wasting OJ Howard's potential. We've been no, waiting. It, He's been buried behind Gronkowski. He finally gets a chance, and you put him on a team where the, the starting tight end doesn't get a lot of play. Well, and fuck OJ Howard for picking a team that already had a goddamn starting tight end. Why don't you go somewhere where you can get some goddamn targets and live up to that potential? Ah, feels good. You're going to the dark side. First round good. tight end. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, wasted. Fucking going to waste <sighs> his, his stupid move. I mean, Knox, six five, like two fifty something, like just a, a mountain of a man. All he Physical does is specimen. All that move does for OJ Howard is knock down Knox's value as well. That's all it, it does. Yeah, it just it yeah. just hurts Knox, which I'm seventy five percent own share in. Now let's let's talk about one player, one God player whose value goes up. Fucking Gabriel Davis. Eh, like I, if there's one wide receiver who talk about who's going to be a star next year. That's not a rookie. It's Gabriel Davis. And uh, I, I'm quite frankly, I'm I'm confused by it myself. I, I 
it's like one of those things where everyone's talking about it. So I, I find myself wanting to be like, well, everyone can't be right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But I think hey, when I, everybody's zigging, that's uh, when it's time to zag. But I do feel like everyone might be right on Gabriel Davis. I think he only gets better than last year. Um, but well, he's um, another situation where if you take his production from last year, extrapolate mm-hmm. it out with an extra 15% of targets, ta-da. I, yes. Everybody thinks – basically they're banking that he can do exactly what he did, but just well, a little bit more of it. But here's the thing too. The last time we saw Gabriel Davis on the field, he had four fucking touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs in a playoff game. Mm. He just mm-hmm. lit up the Kansas City Chiefs. So he's got potential out there, but I, I, I have I have a hard time hopping on the hype train because I'm a stubborn fuck. I'm with you. So for no good reason, fuck Gabriel Davis. Hmm. I don't like your hype train. Hype train. All right, I'm moving on. I'm going to the Jets. <gasps> Ooh. The last three teams I said. Outside of Gabriel Davis, I don't see any players that go up in value. As far as the New York Jets go, I see all players going up in value. That's fair. Right? Um, they were pretty bad last year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the bar's low. The bar's way low. Like, the bar's way low. But, like, we're done with the confusion at running back. Brees Hall's the guy. Right, there's no question where they draft him. Brees Hall's the guy, so clarify the backfield in New York. From what I've been hearing, Elijah Moore is the number one, and their rookie uh, Garrett Wilson is number two, and uh, Zach Wilson can only get better. Yeah, I have now named every Jet that I would even consider owning on any roster at any level. Well, and they still got uh, Wayne Krebet. Uh, is he still there? Oh no way! That's Braxton Berrios. Oh, he's still there. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. Me neither. Yeah, he's a stupid him, name. You put him on the wire. I'm not, not, not even gonna. I'm not even gonna dignify that with a response. It's not a name. It's a goddamn breakfast cereal. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you pass me the Braxton Berrios and the milk? Yeah, he's like, I go up to the to the lady at the hotel. Uh, excuse me, miss. Um, you're out of Braxton Berrios over by oh, the waffles. We're always out of Braxton Berrios. I know, but do you have the the Braxton Berrios with raisins? That's the no. kind I really no. All right, no, I do not. I, I that's my favorite variety. Yeah, with some some oat milk. <laughs> I can't. I can't even remember. Is uh, oh my gosh, like oh Corey Davis, right? Ah, forgot about him. Yeah, exactly. wasn't Wasn't he last last year's preseason All Star? Yeah, Corey Davis was was hot shit last year. I do remember him being uh very valued. Yes. I, I also want to say this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go right from the New York Jets into the New York Giants because it's a great transition. But I want to also want to say this: those are big money. That's a big money city, right? I mean, like yeah. you got Chicago. You got New York and you got LA, right? Touche. New York, figure your shit out. Figure <laughs> your shit out. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go? Dynasty Road Trip's about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. 
You got two shit franchises for the last fucking decade, and the only saving grace you've had is Eli fucking Manning? Get your shit right. together. Like, the last person who did good for the Jets was Mark Sanchez? Get yeah. your sh- get yeah. your shit together. Fucking still, still got all those playoff wins. You know who's better than you? Fucking Buffalo. <laughs> fucking A. Get yeah. your shit together, New York. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. All right, let's go to the Giants, speaking of embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. Let's tie it all together. The Giants suck so much ass that they have to bring over the offense of the quarterback coach from the fucking Buffalo Bills <laughs> right? to fix their shitty shit. Save us, Brian. Oh, my God. So, Daniel Jones, value up. Why? Because he was shit before. He can and- only go up. And he's got all the physical tools, and all reports are that they are pushing in all the chips to find out what they have. It's make it or break it. You know what they have? They've got bullshit. They've got a fucking mess over there. They do have a mess over there. Um, Saquon Barkley, stupid pick. I don't care if he starts producing now. You've already wasted the pick. Yeah, you need to flip him for anything you can get. Right? Move on. He's not a game changer. He might be a decent running back. He's not a game changer. Played, yeah. Injury. I know he's got. I know he's got sweet feet when he's out there. He's not out there enough. He's a non-factor. And then that that wide receiver place. I mean, I know Kadarius Tony. That's that's exciting. He's an exciting name. He had a good game. Um, They. uh, Who's the stupid guy that came from Detroit? I'm so mad. Galladay. Yeah, Galladay. And then they drafted some five foot two, one twenty seven pound rookie in the first or second round, didn't they? Who's that? Wandell Robinson, five eleven, one eighty five. So what I've read is that the one person they're excited about in trading cap is Wandell Robinson. Huh. He's, he's lining up all over the place. He looks really great. People are really excited about him. Hmm. I, I I'm not touching anyone from New York at all. Off my team. Like, you're off my team. I believe I, I have a 50% own share in Daniel Jones. That's your fault. And I am good with that because uh, the cost was nothing. In you're- fact, in one of the leagues where I own him, I picked him up post-draft, undrafted, flipped him for a pick, and then got him back off the wire <laughs> uh, this year. So Daniel Jones represents, uh, to me, uh, just the gift that keeps on giving. Here's a nice thing for you with Daniel Jones. By week eight in the season, you're going to know if he's going to be on your roster or on no one's roster ever again. Right, right. He's right. either he's either a totally safe guy that you mm-hmm. keep and don't worry about or uh, fucking cut him for somebody who's yep. hot right now. Yep. Daniel Jones is either the starter for New York in weeks nine or he's a backup for the rest of his fucking career. Mm, agreed. Agreed. Um, they've got some rookie tight end bullshit. I ain't gonna touch. I ain't gonna touch any wide receivers. So they they got a lot of out. tight ends going on over there, don't they? I mean, they lost Ingram. <laughs> oh, who do they have? One of your favorite guys. You know who they got? Oh, oh, good god. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. I'm mad that it. you found a reason to use that. Oh, no, I love it. I love oh, it. Good God. Makes me feel so happy. Ugh, that's disgusting. I got I, I to get out of New York. New York's got me even more angry. 
All right. But uh, speaking of a quarterback who's got to uh, uh, figure out what's going on there and will be, we, we will know what's going on with their career by the middle of the season. Uh, wait, we already, you going to go no. to Carolina? We're not going to Carolina. It's not in the East. It's, it's, it's East over there, though. <laughs> You're driving? We're not in the. Carolina's not in the AFC East. You're fired. Huh. Maybe that, yeah. maybe that's on the West Coast. <laughs> no, you're right. Don't try to figure it out though. We're in the NFC East, and we're gonna go. Ah, I'm saving. I'm saving my team. It's gonna make me the most angry for last. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go way over to the eastern side of Dallas. Dallas. Uh nothing yeah. nothing like a good geographical oh, east. You you know those old eastern movies with the cowboys? Yeah. Ah, oh, I love yeah. them. Uh, there we go. I'm uh, already the, mad. Uh the cowboys of the old east should be not wild be wild east. Should not be okay for the cowboys to be in an eastern division. If there's nothing more west than a cowboy. Makes me mad. Back Let's in the day, out Let's in the old about, east. Uh, this this takes some brutal honesty for myself. Okay. 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 I think the Cowboys are going to suck. Oh. Yeah. Did, did did you finally give me a reason to fire up that hot take sounder? You can fire. Go fire up the hot take. Fire it up. I'm going to sizzle in hot takes. Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. Agreed. He's not as good as what they're doing with his weapons. He's going into the season with C.D. Lamb Mm -hmm. as the number one. Losing Amari Cooper, losing Michael Gallup to injury. Got Dalton Schultz. Oh, yeah. You got Dalton Schultz. Yeah, that's – I believe Schultz is German for average. (laughs) Right, and and I like Dalton Schultz, but I don't – I like Dalton Schultz because he's in the right place at the right time. Dalton yes. Schultz, is, he's it, ha, another hot take here. If you own Dalton Schultz, sell him before the end of the year because he's franchise tagged. Some poor team is going to overpay him, and he's going to be shit next year. But he'll be good this year. That's fair. And I consider myself an expert in Dalton Schultz because I believe I drafted him in three dynasties mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. rookie tight end. But yeah. if you play dynasty, <laughs> you you know the key is you know the the old thing used to be wide receivers was the year three tight ends you, you just wait for that big leap at year seven when yeah. they're finally like oh we finally know he can play it just took a shade under a decade it's yeah uh, yeah so I drafted him in multiple leagues and believe me he was not still on my roster by the point he reached being productive. No, I agree. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a statistic. Okay, seventy-nine catches, eleven hundred yards, and six touchdowns. That's a, that's a decent number, right? Okay. Um, that is CD Lamb's season <laughs> last year. Knew you were going to say that. That that's your number one. That's like you're going to tell me that's the guy that they're going all in on. That's that's their all in on guy. Wide receiver number two right now is a rookie, and wide receiver number three is yet to be determined. Okay. Oh, there's a fucking 
Uh, I, I, I'm, I love to overuse the word, but I'm, I'm going to do it. They've got a fucking hodgepodge over there, mm-hmm. wide receiver. They do. Now, we've got Ezekiel Elliott and Tony not, Pollard. Not, not to be confused with a cornucopia of shit. No. That's, that's no. different. Here, here's, here's what I'm feeling. 1,100 yards and six touchdowns is your number one guy. And then you've got, after that, you've got Dalton Schultz and no one else who's caught a ball in the NFL. Oh, you got James Washington. James Washington broke his ankle. He's out eight weeks. Oh, uh, you don't got James Washington anymore. Yeah. Th- their starting lineup is is CeeDee Lamb and two rookies right now. That's wow. that's that's their three wide. Um, okay. So, and they got Ezekiel wow. Elliott, and everyone's really excited because Ezekiel Elliott looks healthy. That and guy has a lot of tread on the tires. And some of, of those tread. wide receivers can still be had on wires. Mm-hmm. I just picked up, who is it, Tolbert? Mm. I love Tolbert. I, I p- just picked him up in my 12 band like a week uh, and a half ago. Absolutely love Tolbert. They can absolutely be love him. I don't love Tolbert because of the person. I love him because of the, the opportunity. Because it's immense. Path to touches. That's what it is. But I'll, I'll tell you what. Dallas this year, offensively, is going to take a monster step back. I'm calling it. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. We're going to Philly. <gasps> the Eagles. Uh, I'll talk about him. I don't want to. Uh, Jalen Hurts makes me angry. And I'll tell you why he makes me angry. He's legitimately a top 10 fantasy quarterback, probably a top five, and he's a shit quarterback in real life, and I don't like it. I don't like Jalen Hurts. Um. I, I don't like a cor- like and, and let me say this. I don't not like Jalen Hurts because I'm just in a bad mood today. <laughs> okay, let me clarify. I don't like Jalen Hurts like I don't like Lamar Jackson. I admit that both of those quarterbacks, fantasy-wise, are great quarterbacks. But I also must say, I hate that in the NFL you can be a starting quarterback and Throwing the ball is your second skill. <laughs> I fucking hate that. So Jalen Hurts will be fine in fantasy. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got Devontae Smith. There's no way his passing doesn't get a little bit better. But I want you to think about Jalen Hurts in this way. Is it better for a quarterback to switch 300 yards of rushing into 300 yards of passing in the course of a season? The answer is no. Statistically, no. No, it's not. So even though Jalen Hurts has potential to be a better passing quarterback in the NFL, he could actually that could hurt technically, himself. Yeah, ding his value. Right? And he had a yeah. lot of red zone touchdowns last year, like a lot right. of red zone touchdowns. So, and that is why I traded him while he yeah. was at the peak of rushing and touchdowns. Uh, was uh, – it's one of those guys, like you said, athletically amazing, on the field, productive, fantasy-wise with the rushing, very productive. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have any interest in owning him. So no. flip no. him, that's not sustainable. We've no. seen it over and over and over. If you can't uh, fall back on your passing when uh, an, an, an inevitable injury takes away your rushing, um, yeah, you, you're fucked. I don't see A.J. Brown being better as an Eagle than he was as a Titan. 
Agreed. I don't see Devontae Smith being much better with A.J. Brown there than he was without A.J. Brown there. No, we've covered this before. That's a scenario of a smaller percentage of a larger offensive pie equals probably about what you had last year. And I'd like to say that, like, that I'm smart and I could pick that I'd rather have Boston Scott or Miles Sanders or Kenneth Gainwell. But the fact is, I don't want to pay for any of those players. And no. if if you end up grabbing the one and one of the other two gets hurt, congratulations to you. But that's what it takes for one of those players to be relevant. Yeah, you're waiting it out and you're guessing and you're not going to tell me anything else. You, you didn't you didn't know that one guy was destined to be the guy you right. uh, you, right. you hung on and waited it out. Good for you. I'm not eating up the roster space on that fucking mess. I mean, I went into this season in the nasty looking at my roster with Derrick Henry as my starting running back, and then I had a combination of Miles Sanders and Tony Pollard uh, and Melvin Gordon to be my number two, and I thought, I'm trading a whole bunch of stuff for Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and you know what? That, that's fair. Right? So I, I couldn't do it. Like, I just didn't feel good with any of those guys. So, right, um, right. You're going to have to paste this back in or you can leave it right where it is. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I forgot to talk about what I don't like about Dallas. Okay. Oh. I'm looking at my thing. I realize I, I said all the things I don't like about New York and New England and Miami and Buffalo, but I realize like Lazor, what I don't like about Dallas. Okay. It's pretty easy. It's not in the fucking East. Get, Fair. Right. It's not even, not even remotely close. Second of all. Indisputable. Second, yeah, that that's stupid. It's just and science. That's science. Okay, so unless you're a flat earther, maybe maybe there's a, a scenario where that's still the east for you. Um, but also, I don't I don't like um, Jerry Jones as a human being. There it is. Um, I don't like that that you can just brand yourself as America's football team. Yeah. Like oh, that's they, also they actually, bullshit. They offered that to, uh, I believe, the Steelers, who turned mm. it down. Mm. And then, um, so I forgot to mention that part. And then I'm, I'm still fired up. So I forgot to mention what I don't like about Philadelphia. I, I don't, I don't like that a whole city can have the reputation of having bad fans, and that's supposedly cool. <laughs> Fuck you! Right, right. That's, that's not their, cool. That's their badge of honor. We're assholes. <laughs> You were taken aback when I called a po' boy crap. <laughs> You're like, oh my word. Really? We've That's we've, right. We've struck a nerve with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Ooh. I'm a little bit worn out. I'm a little bit frayed at the edges here, quite frankly. Not me. I'm ready to rock. I know you are. I'm going to go to the last team. I say the worst for last. I fucking hate everything about this fucking team. The Washington Commanders. Oh, the fucking Commanders. I mean, I, I'm downright mad. Ah, I, I'm, I'm literally just reading their name on my screen, and it makes me mad. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get into the team yet. I'm just going to go to the Commanders. Again, we've discussed this on a previous podcast. When the name football team is better than the name you chose. I really liked football team. You suck. Um. The color that 
when your color scheme is ketchup and mustard, <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Your franchise is struggling, so you go get Carson Wentz. That's just and and the worst part, he's a considerable upgrade. He is, mind you. At that point, when they got Carson Wentz, you could have you could have got Matt Ryan, and you could have gotten Jimmy Garoppolo, and you could have gotten Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But no, you were all in on Carson Wentz, and they paid a boatload for Carson Wentz. Yeah, Baker Mayfield went for what a fifth. Yeah, and they yeah, got Cleveland good. to eat some of that contract. They they paid they paid for the uh, they paid the exact same price as Matt Ryan for oh, Carson Wentz. Wow! In fact, like the Colts turned around and got Matt Ryan for the things they got for Carson Wentz. Oh. God. Yeah, it's it's awful. So yeah, you can't tell me Daniel Snyder's not still in charge of that shit. That's oh, ridiculous, come on, man. So you start with Carson Wentz, and then you work your way down the roster. You go to Antonio Gibson. You know his his time in the sun is over. I mean, he was supposed to be the next the next big top ten back, right? Yeah. Nah, that's done. I mean, J.D. McKissick was signed by Buffalo, and Washington was like. Don't take our pass catching back. We'll pay him more. We're sorry, JD. Really need a third down running back in this offense. That's a bad sign for me. Antonio playing Gibson. on Carson Wentz, checking down right. a lot. Right. Um, and then, then they were like, "Oh, let's in the third round, let's get a goal line back." So Antonio Gibson, I, I won't touch him in any league. He's off my board entirely. The uh, Terry McLaurin. I mean. I would think he would get a bump. He gets a maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, Wentz is an upgrade. McLaurin produced with Heineke. Did what? Ah, do I have to admit that? Do you I do. Have to, I have to say out loud that I like Carson Wentz more than Tyler Heineke. Well, you don't have to say it, but I I don't see. <laughs> I, I mean, you're you're right, but here's the sad thing. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick more than Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. And what does that tell you when they couldn't talk Ryan Fitzpatrick into like a 19th season? Well, you try to argue that. No, no, no. Stay. We're going to wear yellow and we'll call ourselves the commanders. <laughs> like, we're going to give you millions of dollars. He's like, no, I'll retire. I went to Harvard. I'm smarter than that. Ah, uh, it's, it's a mess. I, I can't. But. Of all these teams that I'm looking at, this the east of shit besides the Bills, in my opinion. Like, I hate to say it, but I feel like the Commanders are going to be the team that I'm wrong about, and somehow they're good. Because uh, it can't be, be – because everything looks so bad on paper that's that, – like, you know what I mean? Does that, does that make right. any sense at all? Yeah, yeah, it does because there's one every year where you're like, right? Well, that shit, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got what a 30 year old converted quarterback coming off an injury, coming back at tight end. I'm not sure who their two is, but it it, it can be great. Like you said, they they've mixed another guy into the backfield. Uh, maybe you can call that depth, but production wise, not going to be great. No. McLaurin maybe gets a bump, like I said, uh, Wentz. Might be rosterable. I mean, that's that's your whole roster. <laughs> you've got you. You know, people forget 
last year's one of the last year's big free agent acquisition for them. They paid this guy a lot. He was hurt all year. Didn't play. They do have Curtis Samuel, and they have Johan Dotson. I do well. remember that. No, yes, first round draft pick. Um, their defense was supposed to be really good last year, and it was horrible. So if the yes. defense, if the defense played up to their potential, and Carson Winston turned out to be a heat pile of shit, then maybe, just maybe, they could be. Nine and nine, yeah. No, like I mean, nine like and eight, nine and eight. But nine, nine and eight. nine would be a shock for those guys. It would because that would be eighteen, and I would be so impressed. I'd be very impressed. I don't know if it was good for me to go through the East tonight. I don't. I'm not know, done man. feeling better. I know. I gotta. I gotta take the edge off. That I. I'm kind of pretty upset by the East. Um, <laughs> It didn't feel good. It's it didn't one of feel those good. where you get home from a night of drinking, and instead of being like, "Man, I that was a good time," I want to. Yeah, you're just like, you know, maybe I'll just, maybe I should just go make myself puke now, mm-hmm. so I don't have to. That's what I feel like. I feel like I came back from a night of drinking at the bar, and I'm thinking about just emptying my stomach 